The following podcast is a Green Fresh Media production. of Her Healthful. My name's Araste, and if this is your first time listening, welcome. I'm really happy to have you here. I'm really excited, actually, because I signed on with a podcast network, and this is the first episode, you know, under that, so I actually will not be editing any of my other podcast episodes from here on out, and I swear editing was the most time-consuming thing compared to the actual recording. It would always take like double the time, but now I have a producer and I just feel like it's going to be a load off for me. And you know, there's some weeks where I did skip on an episode. It was because it's just so time-consuming to edit. But so yeah, now I'm hoping that it will still stay consistently weekly and I will just have like more free time to plan the episodes and have guests and fun new topics so really excited about that don't know if i mentioned what the network was it's green fresh media and yeah just really excited to be part of a small network that's slowly growing but other than that today we are gonna get into a solo episode and i'm just kind of in the mood to chat about recent events that happened today So I kind of had another episode planned, but I don't really feel like talking about that topic, if that makes sense. So why force myself to talk about something that I'm not, you know, really feeling, not really thinking about? I'm thinking about kind of other things, and I do like to keep the episodes current. So whatever you listen to that week is like my most recent thoughts and what's been going on in my head. So I'm going to also skip the Rose, Thorn, Bud segment today just because I want to kind of get into talking about other things and also it's like almost 6 p.m here and I am getting a bit hungry so I don't want to make this a super long episode but I also want it to be meaningful and helpful so let's get into this mysterious topic that I'm being so sketchy about but yeah so I'm just going to recap a little incident that happened this morning I shared this on my Instagram stories but I kind of just want to like retell it again because I think it's super important to share this kind of stuff because it's more common than we think and it's also fucking scary so I feel like it's just good to relate on a more personal level. So today I was going to a workout class and it was at 7.45 so I was walking, left at like 7.20, walking down Young Street which is like the major street in downtown Toronto and I always walk to my gym because it's a 15 minute walk, it's a good warm up and it's just a totally doable pace and length. So I was walking and I was literally two steps away from the studio and I was about to pass by this guy who looked kind of like sketchy but he was also kind of far away from the sidewalk, wasn't too close. But in my gut, I just had an instinct that this guy was gonna do something, something was gonna happen as soon as I walked by. And I just like had that feeling. And you know, as women, we often have this feeling. And sometimes if it's a false alarm, you'd rather have it be a false alarm than you missing it. So lo and behold, I was right. As soon as I walked by, he literally jumped towards me and I was like, what the fuck and started yelling at me cursing at me 
you know, calling me a bunch of things. Thankfully, I was like not on my phone. I was not listening to a podcast or anything. I was fully alert and aware of my surroundings. So I was really, really thankful that my full attention was on, you know, my surroundings and walking and all of that. But if I was distracted, that could have been really bad because yeah, I, I really thought he was going to get violent and like push me or hit me or God knows what. So I just like really like sprinted away. I was like speed walking, ignored him and just kind of went on with get going to my class and everything because at that point I was about to go into my spin class, kind of forgot about it. I was just like, holy shit, like did that just happen? But I didn't have time to actually process it. So yeah, then later on I was like, oh wait, this happened. And then I texted my boyfriend about it and all of that. And then I shared on my Instagram stories as well. And all this to say, I wanted to make this episode about how hard it is being a woman sometimes and how it's just a way of navigating the world that is really hard to explain if you've never experienced it, aka if you're not a woman, if you don't identify with being a woman, whatever the case might be. So today I just wanted to get into what it's like being a woman and the shit that we have to deal with, what we have to go through, maybe not on a daily basis, but just some stuff that I've had to deal with, my friends have had to deal with, like conversations I've had with girlfriends. So let's get into that. I've just kind of jotted a few things down. Obviously, I'm probably missing so many things. This is just kind of what was on my mind and the things that I thought of. So I'm just going to grab my notebook here because I just kind of jotted a few things down. So first and foremost, also, before we get into this, I when I posted this, I literally posted this probably like 30 minutes ago. And I already have so many DMs of people being like, something similar happened to me, you know, just explaining other things that have happened to them that was similar to this scenario. Some really scary, some that's like a almost happened but didn't kind of got out of it safely. Others just telling me like, you know, listening to their instinct and gut has helped them so much. And of course, there were a lot of sweet messages from you guys saying like, you're glad I'm okay and all of that. So thank you for that. It really means a lot. But just like hearing everybody else talk about what stories they've had is just like you don't realize how common this is and that we all sort of think the same way so that's why my first category that i'm getting into is just safety concerns and harassment so there is so much that can go into this for example i don't want to even listen to podcasts or have headphones in or do anything like that when I'm walking somewhere that I think might be a threat. Young Street is one of them. If you live in Toronto, there are some areas where I do consider to be more safe. So I'm fine with listening to podcasts on my regular walking route, but I can't fucking listen to a podcast because I'm worried that I'm not going to be aware enough of the sounds and things that are going on. And that's a threat to my safety. Speaking of just safety when you're walking, I'm always scoping out what side of the sidewalk looks safer to me. If there's, you know, a group of guys on one sidewalk, even if that sidewalk is the side that I need to be on to get to my location, I will purposefully cross it because I don't feel safe and I just don't want to be uncomfortable, don't want to be harassed, don't want to be catcalled, any of that stuff. So I will make my trip longer so that I don't feel uncomfortable. Catcalling is another huge one. It's one of my biggest pet peeves. And I don't think guys understand, the guys who don't catcall, I don't think they understand like how often it actually happens to girls because you're either on the side 
where you you are a cat caller and I don't know why because does it ever work like I have never you know heard a love story where the girl and the guy got together because the guy was the cat caller so weird I don't understand why guys do this um so you're either that kind of guy or you're the guy who's like I I can't fathom why people would do this and you don't think it happens that much but it does or maybe you're somewhere in between I don't know so catcalling is just like the worst because then you have to kind of think about what you're wearing and in the summer that's obviously a bummer because you want to wear shorts you want to wear like more skin revealing outfits because it's hot and then you also have to worry about if you're going to be harassed and the same goes for when you're going out at night like any of that you always want to travel in packs like holding your key as a weapon having something with you i've had 911 dialed on my phone before because I'm like that's three less buttons for me to press and I can just press the call button in case the guy behind me tries something like that's kind of fucked up but it's so normal among women to have that be the case and to have all these like precautionary steps in advance of something possibly happening you know texting your friends like make sure you let me know when you get home and don't even get me started on ubers like I rarely take Ubers anymore unless it's with other people, but I never take it by myself because I'm just really traumatized by all the horror stories that I've been hearing where either the Uber driver is not who they said they were or they're just taken to a random destination, they're assaulted, whatever it might be. It's just so scary that that can happen with such a big company that's supposed to be quote-unquote regulated and they're supposed to be vetting all their drivers. So scary. And I feel like many women also err on the side of being more nice to guys, especially if they're trying to come on to you or do something that might hint that they don't take rejection lightly because at the end of the day, you don't want them to be, you know, outlashing at you or doing something like that. So there has been a lot of times where I will give a guy a fake name or a fake number. Not recently, this is more like pre-COVID. I feel like this doesn't happen as much now, but it's just like, taking those steps to seem like you're interested even though you're not because you just don't want the guy to get violent or angry or whatever it might be and that really sucks too because you're just kind of cornered in an awkward position and you're doing this because you kind of have to for your own safety so there's so many different predicaments obviously i haven't mentioned them all but overall it just sucks like i hate the feeling of being looked at like you're just a piece of meat it's fucking disgusting and it's uncomfortable and I don't want anyone to ever feel like that, but unfortunately, I know I'm going to feel like that again and I know it's going to happen to my friends and to whoever I know, so yeah, it sucks. My second category is body image and beauty standards. So obviously, we know what the typical beautiful quote-unquote woman is based on magazines, like movies, entertainment, Instagram, social media, like all of that. And I know times are changing and I know that that's not like fully accepted as the beautiful woman now, but I think for the most part, it still is by a lot of people, by a lot of men. It is what is considered attractive, like, you know, having big boobs, big butt, small waist, being overall thin, like all of these things that are imposed to all women. And then it feeds into your body image and what you feel shitty about or what you feel insecure about. Like, for example, when I was growing up, I was so insecure about having smaller boobs because that was not considered attractive, I guess, or fit into that mold of 
what is supposed to be a beautiful woman. Big boobs was part of that and I never really had that. So that was something I was always kind of insecure about, kind of wished that I could get a boob job or do something to change myself. Same thing that has to do with having abs. Like I remember being so bummed out that I could never really achieve that defined ab look, but it's literally, it's my genetics and I've accepted that now and I'm totally okay not having a six pack. Like I could care less about that. But when you're 16, 17, 18, even when you're in your 20s, like it just kind of feeds into the narrative of these are all the things that are quote unquote wrong about you or unattractive or whatever it is. And that sucks because it makes you feel shitty about yourself. It can lead to eating disorders. It can lead to a fucked up relationship with food and exercise because you're just trying to perfect how you look and you're trying to fit into that mold. So it's hard. And then it also leads to comparison among your friends, among people who you see on social media, how some people work effortlessly to achieve a certain look, whereas you have to work so hard and yet you still can't look like them. So it does get better with age, but I feel like always there's there's some pressure. And if you're having more down weeks, more um, times where you're struggling with your mental health, it's just like an added thing. So body image and beauty standards. Love that for us. Love that for us. Third one or third category, just feeling like an imposter or feeling like you're not good enough, that sort of mentality. Because I feel like as women, we're kind of conditioned to always apologize and kind of be walking on eggshells, feeling sort of incompetent. But even if it's not conscious that we feel like that, it's sort of at a deeper level that we might not be good enough especially if it's in job areas that are predominantly male or they're historically male. And so for something like STEM or, I don't know, engineering, anything that's considered typically a masculine interest or a masculine career field, it can be easy for us as women to internalize that we're never going to be as good as men or maybe we're not cut out for this. Whatever it might be, that is just something that has been so deep-rooted that it's easy for us to downplay our successes and to feel like an imposter and to not be able to take compliments. Just like that constant downplaying and constant underselling of ourselves is just so in our nature. And it's like, I see it in my friends, I see it in myself, and I feel like it's just so hard for us to say we're successful and to be proud of it and to really own our successes. That's just something really deep-rooted. Okay, next category is I feel like we're just judged really harshly. So I know there's been so many like um, posts about this too, like those really long uh, pieces of text that go through all of this. But for example, with your appearance, if a girl doesn't wear makeup, then she can be considered like ugly or she's not trying hard enough and putting enough into her appearance. But then if you wear like quote unquote too much makeup then you're fake or it can come to your sex life like either you're prude or you're considered a slut so why is it always one or the other there's always like there's no winning and that can be hard because then it's like you're always trying to people please and again fit into that mold that i keep coming back to so that's just it's like always sort of like a dichotomy and it's always like a what do i do how do I win? And you can't win. You just can't. You have to just do what you want to do and hope that you can somehow overcome these societal pressures. But it's freaking hard, man. I feel like that's a theme. It's just like, it's freaking hard. Okay. These last two are just kind of (laughs) 
less serious, but also you guys will all know the struggle if you're a woman. Just periods and PMS and childbirth haven't experienced that obviously but i swear i'm a different person on my period or i guess the week before my period i would say i can literally feel like i'm going i'm i'm depressed i'm literally like okay i'm in the midst of a depressive episode and the depression is back like i feel so sad and demotivated and a lot of the times my symptoms are more emotional than physical i would say because yeah my physical symptoms have been okay lately but then like this week i just finished my period and i feel amazing i feel like i can do anything i did a spin class today i don't even like spin but i just like wanted to feel the endorphins and i've been trying to challenge myself also to take things that kind of are outside of my comfort level besides the point i feel like a new person and i feel like i can do anything but the fact that this happens once a month for pretty much like the next 30 years is kind of fucked up because it's like going through these changes through your body hormonally and all of that it's yeah that it's a lot you already know i don't even have to convince you if you're a woman you're already like girl like i'm on your side you don't have to convince me and so you guys just know the drill last one and again these are just like things that i've jotted down finding clothes that fit why is it so hard to find clothes that like fit you perfectly, aren't too loose at the waist, aren't like too baggy at the butt, aren't like hugging you in in the wrong places or making you look like uh, being unflattering. It's just, it's hard to find clothes that fit every single body type or find companies that make clothes for every type of body. So that's just a struggle because then I know we've all been through this when you're trying clothes that might fit somebody else well but they don't fit you well and then you're in the change room and you might be having a bad body image moment or whatever it might be but it's not your job to fit the clothes the clothes should fit you for us women i feel like we do try to have the more figure flattering clothes and hugging us in the right places accentuating our curves all of that and i think it's hard to find stuff that is always flattering this doesn't count for like sweats and all of that but we are trying to find things that make us look good but then sometimes we don't want to look too good we don't want to be too revealing you know for when we're walking down the street or whatever we might be doing so clothes clothes are hard i like i'm really opting on the side of just trying less with clothes because i get so overwhelmed and i get so annoyed at trying things on ordering things returning them and just nothing fits properly or nothing looks the way i thought it would so uh, that was a lot of ranting that was just a lot of what was going on in my head i'm sure after i record this i'm gonna be like oh i should have mentioned this and i should have mentioned that but it's fine i just needed to get all of this out of my head because i've just been i just felt really angry after that incident this morning more angry than i was scared and yeah like i said i was just in a talking mood totally changed the episode topic today so yeah we're in a venting mood and we got it out and i feel better and i feel like we're friends here so this is me coming to you as a friend telling you what happened today and telling you what's on my mind and if you're a girl i'm just telling you the struggles we go through so that's it for today i know this is a shorter episode by the way i've been meaning to ask if you like like 20 to 30 minute episodes or 30 to 40 minute episodes more i i feel like i i like a variety of both it kind of depends my mood 
kind of depends on the length of my walks to be honest so let me know if you are just like indifferent to it and it's like whatever but yeah i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope it didn't seem too all over the place but if you have any podcast topic requests let me know I will try to fit them all in, whether it's a solo episode or if you are requesting a guest. And one last thing, if you could leave a five-star rating and review on the podcast app on Apple Podcasts, that'd be so great. Helps get this show discovered. I read through everything. Makes us feel great. And that's always a good thing because I feel like, especially with the podcast, a platform that's relatively new to me, it's really encouraging to get those words. So whenever you guys DM me, post on your stories, whatever it is, it's really, really encouraging for me. Okay, so I'm going to sign off here. I'll be back next week. And yeah, keep in touch in DMs or wherever. Have a great weekend, guys. Bye. Bye.